Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Find you somebody that's as dedicated to you as Rick Carlisle is to Dwight Powell. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham with me today. As always, my fellow Mavs fan for life, you can find him at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, did you miss me as much as I missed you? I missed you so much. I do this fucking podcast with Squish and... You know what? I was surprised how much you guys had access to vinyl records and how many times they were scratching during the <laughs> intro. I was very impressed. Uh, our master of Foley work uh, joining us to complete this trifecta of tangents, our colossus of clowning, Squish41, a.k.a. Dick Nowitzki. What have you been up to, sir? I'm thinking of creative ways to fight at Reddit Mavericks because he's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i see where you're picking up just where we left doing, off <laughs> doing this podcast without you all, all i could all it all it did was just make me want to fight him more Fuck you. well i appreciate the uh the starting minutes distribution uh, i feel well rested my load has been managed we're just gonna let that hang there for a second yeah, okay just, so let that linger in the air <laughs> yeah <then>. just <laughs> Okay, moving on. So uh, we've had a tale of two Mavericks teams because uh, we had the bliss of blowing out the Clippers in a very hilarious fashion uh, to then getting beat by the Hornets, which I think all of us pretty much considered a schedule win. Um, And man, did they (laughs) not miss. (laughs) They were all... Man, they were hitting shots that didn't make sense. Um, what was your guys' takeaway from uh, the loss to the Hornets specifically? Uh, it's good to see that the Hornets are going to make the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> off of that one game. So, yeah. you know, I'm, really, I'm very, very excited for them. You know, to, uh, bro, we just like we, you know, just a shitty game all around shooting wise. Like you can Absolutely. see like, from the get go, like. Even like our first two losses, you know, um, I guess the Suns who just have our just have our number, and then obviously the Lakers, Christmas Day, blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just see that like shots are just not falling. You know, <laughs> like I think there's some there's some stat out there where it's like you know um, like a um, potential assists, right. and Luca probably should have should have had like twenty. You know, for that yeah. for that Charlotte game. So I don't know. Like, I mean, we ran into the offensive juggernauts that are Lamelo Ball, Miles Bridges, and Terry Rozier. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, maybe I underestimated the the scary offensive. Terry. <laughs> well, scary Terry was eight for seventeen from the field, uh, and I I will say that the plus minus stats on these are hilarious. Like. Uh, specifically, what was it? Josh Green, 
zero field goals attempted or made, zero free throws attempted or made, uh, one offensive rebound, a defensive rebound, a turnover, plus 10. I don't get yeah. it. I don't understand I don't it. No, dude. <laughs> like, um, Terry played three minutes or three, you know, almost four minutes and has a plus four. And then, like, yeah, and it missed a shot. Yeah. I guess he did get an assist. So that is fine. Um, what is happening with this Mavericks team? Uh, from what I gather, uh, it's it's our interior defense is basically non-existent. That would be my first guess, but uh, what are y'all's takeaways as far as what we need to improve? Uh, I mean, it's that. Obviously, I think it, also interior defense is always going to be a fucking sour thing on this team, even when, even when Chris Ops comes back. Sure. Um, you know, because he's our best interior defender, and it's just like, well, if he's our best, then shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you know, but I guess in today's NBA, everybody's taking threes, so, so you got so many fucking wings. Um, but I think on top of that, it's just these shots aren't falling yet. You know, I don't know, like, like obviously, like we all know, Luca, like not really taking the offseason seriously this year, like, which I think Squish had a tweet where it was like, you know, it's probably the last time he does that. You know, mm-hmm. knowing him, um, but uh. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like most guys are ready. It seems like out of the guys that like are playing well, like it's like Maxi. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of you know Dorian Finney Smith for the most part. Like I will say, the one of the few things that I really liked about the, these past two games is just how well I feel that uh, Josh, excuse me, Josh Richardson and THJ are seem to be playing really well off of each other. Um, they seem like they're they're sharing minutes and ultimately being productive in different ways. Like I I've been really impressed with with THJ uh, this se- this season specifically. Um, though ultimately, like I I'm I feel like we just need to get him open more. <laughs> um, now, granted, Josh had an awful game uh, against the Hornets. Uh, you know, it was one from ten and th- did not make a three. Uh, but that's kind of the tale of wins and losses this year is basically you don't even really need the whole stat sheet. You just need the three-point percentages and compare the, the teams. It's really it's getting to the point where it's that simple. Um, the For example, um, the loss to the Hornets, uh, the Hornets shot 44% from three-point. Mavericks shot 28. Uh, the win against the Heat, Mavericks were 32%. Heat was 22%. Uh, the Clippers game is a great example. The Mavs shot 34% from three. The Clippers shot 12. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty clear, like, okay, what yeah. is the determining factor of a win or a loss? And I think that's probably why we're seeing, like, you are either getting blown out or you are blowing somebody else out. It's just whether or not the threes are falling. Uh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that was clear. I mean, I saw so many stupid circus shots that had no business going in, just going for the Hornets that game. That just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so uh, enough about talking about the the terrible Hornets game where LaMelo Ball, uh, you know, he bought like those special shoes from 2K that gave him like plus 10 three-point percentage. Or I whatever. guess, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, we've got the Heat that uh, that was a, uh, a real throwback game uh, to 2004, you know, yeah. where just good – good old fashioned mid range and <laughs> low scoring rolling out. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is the lowest scoring game of the season. Um, it is, we won 93, 83. Yeah. And I don't think it was too much of just like poor shooting more than it was. I mean, aside from Jimmy Butler, maybe he went over six. Uh, 
but ultimately I, I felt like that maybe the pace was just slower. Um, do you think that it's maybe because it's like two playoffs teams that are maybe still kind of feeling the residual like fatigue from last season? I mean, I could see that. I think like just everybody this season is just like, you know, cause they didn't really have an off season really, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and these guys, you know, they didn't know, like, you know, I'm sure some guys like were training and training and training, but again, Luca and I'm sure some other guys, like just like, didn't really know when to start. And so when they started, it's like, okay, like this right now was also their preseason, you know, even though these games count, it's like, okay, like, like you can start seeing the rest come off Luca, like slowly, slowly, like, yeah, he shot three for 10 from three, but he had threes go like in to, mm-hmm. for once, for once in his life, you know, He's making threes, <laughs> I know, at, you know, 30% clip, but, uh, you know, um, better than nine. <laughs> it is yeah, better than nine or point zero nine or whatever yeah but i mean i mean you know he's just he's having i don't know i mean i think like just like there's so much rust on these guys like this season i think we said a couple a couple podcasts ago about talking about how this is like this could be like the asterisk season yeah like not last season but this season mm-hmm. and i can i can see it bro like i see i see the argument like after seeing all these games like i'm just like yeah dude like no one really seems, except for like the Lakers, because they have fucking LeBron, you know, in AD. Like no one really seems too prepared, you know. I agree. I, I, well, in the Suns, but I think yeah, the, that, the Suns are an aberration, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I still think that I think they make the playoffs, but I don't think like they're not going to be number one in the conference. So, yeah. I guess it's just like this league has just become such a weird polarizing because uh, last year, I guess maybe we got spoiled with just like how good competition was last year. It seems like every night there was at least one really good close game. And maybe it's the difference between this accelerated off season. Maybe it's, you know, I, is it, do you think shooting in empty gyms makes this weirder? Cause I've heard that like one thing, one benefit of the bubble was that like it, it actually helped shooters because there wasn't really any visual distractions, but like shooting in an empty gym is like really disorienting. Like it's hard to get kind of your depth perception in. Like yeah, I wonder like, if that like, has a like playing factor. In yeah. It. Like it's different now. Cause like in the bubble, it was like, there were smaller arenas basically. Right. And then they're playing, they're playing in these huge ass spaces that have that, some places have fans, some places don't. <laughs> like, right you now, they, uh, you know, I can imagine, can't imagine like just shooting like in an empty gym with like 16,000, you know, free seats mm-hmm. just hanging around. <laughs> it's like, that's a lot of fucking like empty, like empty space. Um, it's you know, a lot I, of relying on muscle memory than your eyesight, you know? Yeah. I'm reminded of, uh, I heard this umpire talk about when he was watching uh he was calling a game with nolan ryan (laughs) and at some point he was throwing the ball so fucking fast that the ball was spotting like he couldn't see the ball's delivery at times and he goes like yeah i called the game by sound (laughs) he's like that sounded low ball (laughs) that sounded close strike he went to the (laughs) well then well then he went to the doctor because he thought like is my career over i can't see a ball anymore the doctor's like no he's just throwing this at a velocity that your brain's not comprehending what's happening crazy dude so anyway so i wonder i wonder if that visual trick is like what's happening to these nba teams um i mean fuck duncan robinson who's one of the best sharpshooters in the league went one for eight this last game yeah um all on threes like yeah yeah all on threes the wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. 
Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, yeah, moving on. So, what did you guys like uh, of this? Like, we clearly had an awesome win against the Heat. Well, you know, grinded out win against the Heat yeah. and a terrible loss against the, the Hornets. Um, what was something that you liked from this team consistently between the two games? Not a lot of consistency there, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if there's anything really consistent between these two games. It's the thing I don't know where I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, like from this last one in particular, like I'm, I'm happy they grinded it out. Like, Sure. You know, like I mean, they kind of started slipping towards the end of that fourth quarter, but you know, and I, and I didn't want Rick to have to put the starters back in plus Maxi. Actually, no, I did like that. Actually, um, having Maxi in with the starters just as the closer, where like it seemed like he was trying that out with like Willie Cauley Stein too. You mm-hmm. know, like because again, like the the center position for us is going to be a rotating door until Chris Ops comes back, which should be this month, but we'll see. But um, fingers crossed. You know, like, I just think, like, that was cool how they did that. Um, but when it comes to, like, the last game, I mean, not yeah. the Heat, but the fucking Hornets game, I don't know what I re- – I think I liked maybe, like, the bench maybe, I guess, if I had to pick something out of that. You know, just, like – so I'm looking at the stats right now. Just, like – Sure. I don't know, man. Like, James Johnson just has this presence about him, mm-hmm. even if he's not shooting a ton, which he shouldn't be because he's, you know, kind of a bench guy. But – um, I think James Johnson has been like the one thing where I'm like I highlight mm-hmm. for both these games just because he's been kicking ass like just like and also kicking ass like on the kicking ass both on the court and on the court. <laughs> um, totally, you know, with uh, the 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 Martin twins and all that shit. But uh, <laughs> you know, like I just think I I like how the energy he brings off the bench. Like it's good. Like it's it's energy that I think that we were lacking last year. Right. Um. You know, because again, like everyone's like, oh, like he's gonna be the, the 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 guy who fights everybody. Like, no, 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 he's gonna be the guy that, you know, make sure things get calm. You know, mm-hmm. when Luca's out, when like the, you know, and at this point, like he might end up being like the leader, like the, you know, just like the guy who just like, hey, like everybody, he's like fucking chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be okay. Like, hit your shots. You know, play some defense, whatever. You know, like, I feel like he's gonna be the guy in the long run this this season that just like. And honestly, you know, they brought him in to kind of help out with, um, you know, with leadership and having, you know, how to how to handle things like a veteran and stuff like that. So, you know, that's going to help Luca a ton. That's going to help Kristaps a ton. That's going to help out, you know, all these guys who, you know, um, might not be coming from like winning, you know, cultures or, you know, stuff like that. So, sure. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be good for him to, you know, He's the guy that I, I would highlight, if any, but if anything, from these last two games, because again, they've both been so different from each other. So, mm-hmm. Squish, what, what was something that you saw between these two games that you enjoyed? Um, I mean, I can piggyback on James Johnson a little bit. I think it's like I said when we were talking a while back. He's just a cool dude. I think <laughs> no matter what's going on in the game, he's got like this calming presence. Um, even in spite of him headbutting a a twin <laughs> getting ejected, which was awesome. I don't care how much we were down by. That was hilarious because it was, it seems so 
<laughs> unprovoked. Like it seemed like a big misunderstanding because they even showed the play before, like on the other on the other end when we had the ball. And it's like, what prompted? <laughs> I'm just gonna elbow shove this dude and headbutt him immediately. Perfect. Um, yeah, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I, was, I love that energy. Like, <laughs> I I think I like that. You know, we're we're still you know even when we look bad like we're playing through it like we're getting good shots and you know the the hornets game was a nightmare because they weren't going in whatsoever but like you could see that the blueprint for the well-oiled machine is there i just don't think it's arrived because of numerous factors not least of which is that this is a weird situation with Uh the weird off season and you know play like you were t- we were talking you were talking about like the bubble games being more competitive and how it was different and maybe better for teams i think when the season got put on hold last year was a little bit different than this this last break because you know when the season got suspended the league is like you know basically stay ready we're trying to figure out when we can restart so i think all the players that you know, we're, we're really locked in, even if they didn't know what that looked like right away, they, mm-hmm. everyone seemed to show up ready to play. Um, whereas this was weirder. It's like, okay, how long are we off? We don't really know. And then that picked up momentum fairly quickly. It kind of seemed like out of nowhere, the NBA was like, Oh, by the way, we're going to come back on these dates. Um, and yeah. you know, as <laughs> fans were like, Holy shit, we get basketball back so soon. And whereas a couple of players were like, Oh shit! Oh fuck me! I need to start doing stuff. <laughs> no, Lucas, Luca, you know everyone's like Luca. Just seems like a ten-year vet. I think he took that to heart because he's definitely pulling a play himself into into game yeah. shape kind of thing right now. But I did tweet that this will be the last time that happens, and I believe that because I think as someone that really wants to be one of the greatest to ever do it and win some championships, I I, I think that he he won't ever let that happen to himself again. Um, mm. you look at kind of what Dirk did where he realized, oh, I need to change my diet or do this and that and just stayed locked in on that. And it's like, you know what? I'll get fat when I'm 40 and retired and do whatever I want then. And that's what I, think Luca's, <laughs> I think Luca's going to be the same way. Yeah. Um, I don't I know. Uh, and and I've been encouraged by I'm, Fat Dirk. Is, <laughs> he said he wants to be built like Nelly. <laughs> um, <laughs> And honestly, I like what I've seen from Luca. Even if he hasn't been himself, it, to see him trending upward and know mm, it's going to yeah. be fine, um, which there was never any doubt for me. But you, you just know he's going to be all right, and those legs are going to get underneath him. And um, I think he'll hit a gear we haven't seen before because he's done that every year he's been in the league, and mm. it'll be cool. And um, you know, I like what he's creating for others. It's just yeah, it's just been tough because when Luca's off, it makes everyone else look so much worse. Right. But if Luca's on the way he can be that doesn't matter a lot of nights because he can keep us in it. And it's just like, I need some of you guys to hit a couple shots and we'll win this game by three. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know. It's not all bad. I agree. And I think that the things that I'm liking, I mean, clearly the new additions have been, I think really stellar. I think James Johnson needs to just take all the Dwight Powell's minutes in my opinion. Like yeah. I am just uh, every, it, he just seems to be producing in numerous ways. And I guess the, you know, <laughs> I also just like the intensity of, of Jay Rich so much. Like, I think like that's just been such a good addition to the starting lineup. Um, but I think the, 
the uh, elephant in the room is just really how piss poor Dwight Powell's been. Um, I there's yeah. two there's two players that I you know I want to do well because I know they're good people. Um, but ultimately, like I don't know what they do well. Like, like what is their really good skill? I can't quite make that discernment with Jalen Brunson and Dwight Powell. Like, what does Dwight yeah, Powell moment, do yeah. better than any Maverick? You know, like what does Jalen Brunson do that's better than any other pe- person? As yeah. yeah, any other guard that's on the Mavericks? And it's like, I I don't know why. Are we not just giving run to Tyrell Terry at that point, or just you know what? Just give the keys to Trey Burke because at least he's like creating stuff. He's at least uh, putting some intensity up there. Uh, Jalen seems to me like he just kind of you know occasionally he can hit a good open shot, or uh, you know he's a he's a smart player. But I'm just you know if he's if we're going to be already at a defensive. Uh, disadvantage, which is what we're at with those two players specifically, then they should be able to outweigh it with their offensive production. And I just don't think they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, I want Dwight Powell to do so good. Um, I know there's memes. I know there was the, uh, oh, if he gets 10 rebounds, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, you know, X and Z, whatever mm-hmm. um, the other day. And, you know, it's funny, blah, blah, you know, it's funny. It's just, it's whatever. But, Man, I want him to do. I just want him to do so well, and it it is disappointing because I mean we did not give him the bag, but you know he has he's made quite a bit of money like from the from you know made quite a bit of money like he does all this nice things for the community like you know he paid for like everyone's like Burlington Coat Factory like you know layaways totally like like yeah. I yeah ultimately like we're talking strictly within the rectangle that is the Bas- NBA basketball yeah. court. Um, and that's yeah. something where I appreciate as a Mavericks like fan, I appreciate that we value people of character. Like that's that's kind of always been our thing, even if they don't produce as well. Um, that gets you that that does establish a specific culture. But there's a lot of times where it's like, yo, there's there's some guys that are you know good players that I'm sure like maybe we can take a little bit of a hit on the community. They maybe don't do as much community outreach. Yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, like the big thing for me, I guess like so far from these four games, I am still upset that they didn't take Precious Achuya because I saw we faced him. And Bro, this he, dude, fucking he is, he is contributing on a perfect, he yeah. looks like a pro fucking basketball player. And I can't say that about any of our rookies right now. And I, I love yeah. them. I want to see Josh yeah. Green do well. I want to see Tyrell Terry do well, but they look lost out there. And that's like, again, that's part of the situation. That's part of the, the weird off season and you know they're probably going to develop in my opinion um because i think they seem to have a pretty good head on their shoulders but like to me precious looks like an immediate contributor and a place that we need him like i think like i would much rather have precious a right now than what dwight powell's playing right now <laughs> and it's like they feel kind of the similar roles they're they roll to the rim they're great lob catchers uh i would argue that at least uh precious is at least a plus on the defensive end so I don't know. Like that's that's gonna be yeah. me being a precious stand for fucking ever. Um, <laughs> but like the fact that we picked Josh Green over it, it's like I want to see him play out mainly because of how pissed off I am about them not picking Precious. Yeah. <laughs> Call me fucking Golem, man, because I want the Precious. I want it. I mean, like going back to like Dwight and Jalen, like just like, uh, man, like at this point, like and you know, it's not so much me ragging on Dwight. It's more just like me wanting. 
you know, to have more capable players. Like, again, like, mm-hmm. the center position for us is not going to be, like, old school, like, 90s, like, down, you know, bruising, like, shit like that, you know? like Right. You know, the game has changed, obviously. Um, but Dwight can't hit a three, you know? Willie can – Willie play – I think he can probably hit more threes than Dwight has this year already. Uh, you know, Boban – Boban is Boban, you know, and he, yeah. as much as I love him, he can't play 35 minutes a night. Like, no, not, not I, mean, really. I mean, like if he's playing more than 10, it's typically a blowout one way or another. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, you know, and just like, but yeah, like, I think at this point, dude, I think if I had to pick anyone to start um, over Powell, it would have to be Willie. Yeah. You know, I think just because, you know, he's athletic, like he, he's kind of like a lesser pre uh pre-injury uh Dwight and the fact that he's he's just as athletic or probably more athletic mm. um I know there's like a bunch of talk about like like rolling to the basket and shit like that uh mm. you know sometimes vibrate. yeah yeah the vibrat but uh, vibrat. I love yeah, the vibrat so much <laughs> what is this the vibrat oh my god explain this vibrat okay so like I'm hearing like okay sorry so explain, uh explain this bibs uh shout out to at bibs corner cool dude uh, he, he in the in the infinite uh mavs twitter dog pile beat down of dwight powell over the last right. several weeks had tweeted something oh like it all makes sense dwight powell has the highest vibe vibrat or whatever yeah, VR, like vibrat, yeah. Wait, what is like what does it stand for i don't even remember dude that's like Oh, is it one of those advanced stats that yes, doesn't make any sense? Yes, yes, it's one of those. I thought we were talking about uh, Willie Colley Stein in the sense that, like, he just has a great, ro- uh, like, a great vibe, and well, like, he like he is yeah. like, and like maybe that's just some cool <laughs> zoomer <laughs> slang. He's like, yo, the dude's a total vibe rat. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. He's what got that a means, vib, sure. vib rot or some stat. <laughs> I don't know. If Bibbs made that stat up or what? And then I just quote tweeted it and said, "Vibe rat." There's like a vibe There's like a gif of like a rat. This rat vibing and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, I, I think if think if I had to pick anyone to start over Dwight, it'd have to be Willie Colley Stein. And I know, like the 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 organization is out of to a fault like very loyal mm-hmm. you know to players and i think it's just one of those things where just like it's it's gone to a point like hey man like we should just throw out some other guys like i saw how maxi did as a closer mm-hmm. you know right. like if it, mm-hmm. like I, I at this point like okay like if if dwight starts i don't care as long as he gets less minutes than the closer or you know who the guy you want in for crunch time basically like it makes me know. wonder like the reason they're giving him so many minutes is it just to like kind of rehab him basically like to get him up to speed you know what i mean and it's yeah, just like but, man this is like at the detriment of your team's production i mean it is and, early in the regular season but yeah, like these games matter more than they have because of the shortened season and it's yeah, like but I, yeah but i mean like i'm looking at the schedule i'm like hey like these next couple games like he can he can he can rehab like live rehab but he needs to do it during against teams that aren't as going to be as competitive with us speaking which of I'm, not as speaking know. of not as competitive let's talk about the, the game that we have today against the bulls <laughs> oh jesus dude yeah it's so fucking game yeah I, I i will put this under um maybe i'll catch the highlights as far as uh, interest in this game um the bulls have not been very good this year um they are 22nd in offensive rating and uh they are <laughs> i wrote 37th in defensive rating and meant to 37. put 20, 27th, 27th. Uh, there, there is only 30 teams in the nba so uh the 27th it's 
almost as bad as 37. They're so bad that they're seven G League teams with better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be that's, fucking wild. That's that's uh, we're not far off. So yeah, they're not going to have uh, Markinen. There's a couple of players that are going to be out for due to. They're COVID not going to have. Well, according to Mark Fallowell, it's Chandler Chandler Hutchinson, uh-huh. Laurie Markinen, Ryan RC de, Decona. That sounds like a fucking uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle name. <laughs> um, and Tomas Sadaransky. So that's, I mean, Tomas Sadaransky and fucking Laura Markin are big, you know, misses. Mm-hmm. This could be a game where Luca just decides, hey, I'm not going to play. Sure. <laughs> you know? I don't yeah, know. Maybe we can see the, the true capabilities of Dwight Powell facing a G League team. And maybe we can, you know, you know, it's kind of like uh, in like college football, like the first game of like most major teams is against like Southwest North Dakota State Tech or whatever, some very small division five team and they just beat the hell out of them like 102 to six and like you know maybe that's what the bulls are this game for our, our bench maybe we can give them a confidence game they need it <laughs> well not oh, the bench oh, but definitely the rookies like yeah i want to see i would like to see a lot of rookie play uh this game specifically assuming um, it's a fucking blow up on a, well, a good one yeah I, I i i don't know this just doesn't i would be very disappointed if this is a close game and I know, me too. I, that would be that's well, get ready, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Yeah, this fucking season, man. Like, I mean, like, I thought Hornets was like, okay, that's that's a schedule. Win. Walk, like, easy. Yeah, or <laughs> like the and against the Heat, I'm like, that's probably one that's like, can be really close know, and can be real close. And we can either get blown out or get real close, but end up winning, which is like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, I don't know, man. I, again, like, I was looking at this this little um, this little road trip we have, and it's we go to Chicago. And then come back to Houston the next day and then go to Denver. And I'm like, this is a weird, <laughs> like, like here's Dallas. We're going up and then down and then like to the, like to the West. And I'm, do, I don't do know. they, do they think they know, do they think Chicago's close to Denver? <laughs> like, Dude, I don't know. I'm just like, it's all the no, Midwest, the, right? I mean, but the fact you're going like from Chicago, we're going from Dallas up to Chicago, then back to Houston and then to Denver. Like, it's just like, it's a weird, I don't know. Right. I thought they were trying to make it to where like teams were like, I guess it's hard because they're 30 teams, but just like True. try to get to where like regionally, like everybody's kind of playing the same teams, you know, that's what right. I thought. I don't know, but whatever. I don't make the schedule. I don't fucking know. So. Yeah. There are, there are a few things that I understand less than the algorithm of scheduling when it comes to any professional sports team. Cause like, that's a degree of planning that is so like yeah. insane as far as like, at, and at the very least with the NBA, you don't have to take into account weather. That's like, hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. 
likely pun intended. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. There's all no... Right. Uh, there's no troll this week. Uh, yeah, you, week you, you that. it's been yeah. a rough that's, week at the office. That's so. fair. It happens. We'll get on, we'll get on that next week. For anyone disappointed, uh, I was so exhausted from I literally rolled over yeah. to start doing the podcast yeah. this morning. Yeah, he really did. He sounded like he was dead. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, so questions for this week. Let's see. Uh, first question comes from our good friend Grace. Uh, she asks. Um, what was the first mouse related thought you had in 2021? Also, did y'all make it to midnight? Um, my first mouse related thought in 2021, so it was like maybe 12.30, because I did stay up. Uh, it was like 12.30, and I was like, oh, fuck, I have to wake up and do the good morning tweet. Because we, we have to fucking play. I was like, god, yeah, I got to make sure I wake up in time. So, so yeah, that was it. And I, I, I posted the good morning tweet like at 9.00. And then immediately went to sleep until like three. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, yes, I did say up. Uh, I woke, I went to bed like at six, I think. Um, very, very vintage Reddit Mavericks uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Very college. I don't know why. I've, I mean, it's because it was 2020. I don't know, bro. Like, just like I was like, fuck, you know. Um, yes, I did get drunk. Um, no, I did not drive. I was very safe. <laughs> I ended up sleeping at my parents' house, uh, in my, uh, in my, um, my, uh, childhood bed. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. You know, I went to sleep at six. Yeah. Listen to like cumbia, like Mexican music at like three in the morning. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Squish, what was your New Year's like? I mean, I had work. <laughs> I was exhausted. Um, sure. and, I. uh, I, I mean, I I celebrated like New York City midnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine called me. That was nice. And then um, I really just went to bed immediately. <laughs> I, I didn't make it to real midnight here. Mm-hmm. But I was fine with that. That was by design. I honestly hope to be knocked out quite a bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first Mavs thought though? With 2021. I don't think about the Mavericks so. No. Um, oh, <laughs> first, he is the I don't. Mavericks. I don't know what my first thought was, uh, other than uh, it's really cool we play today. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, need to have the Mavericks play on holidays. Mm. I think. I think my first Mavs thought of twenty twenty one was how the fuck did we lose to the Hornets? <laughs> All right, we beat the Heat. I think that was like that exact like depth of hills and valleys of like the fuck. Lamelo Ball did what from three? 
Yeah. Jimmy Butler did what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, going from fifth gear to reverse as far <laughs> as adjusting uh, my perspective on it. Um, yeah. And I made it to midnight. Um, got home safe. I was, uh, I've been sober now for uh, a month and a week. Um, just sure. planning on going back to that sober life for a while. Um, you know, basically just trying to, uh, my advice I would give out to anybody is that uh, if you're not happy with where your life is, drinking won't get you there. So that's kind of where I'm at. It will not. Yep. No. If you are celebrating, enjoy it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, that's so I had myself some Hoplark tea, the the hopped tea. Uh, Let's go see you guys some of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff out of Colorado. Guys, check them out. Drink hop tea, I think is like their Twitter and Instagram handle stuff. Um, But also uh, there was a nice little moment. My I was with my cousin and a very like less than like basically two pairs of people uh, mm-hmm. in a socially distanced garage for new year's. Um, and uh, you know, it was, we're counting down and, and, you know, everyone was pouring champagne and then he found a Sam Pellegrino and poured me some San Pellegrino nice. in a wine glass. It was a very, it's very classy, very, very respectful uh, yeah. gesture of inclusion. So yeah, very nice. All right. So next question comes from Dave. Dave says, COVID's been... No, Dave. (laughs) COVID's been gone for a while. You go out one day and run into Dirk. He compliments your Mavs t-shirt, which I'm wearing right now. Sure. (laughs) You strike a convo and you sort of become buddies. Mm -hmm. He wants to meet up somewhere to eat and then go do something fun. Where do you take him for your first buddies days out? (laughs) Wow. I love it. That's a great idea. God. Uh, We definitely go get some ice cream. Okay. Um definitely okay yeah uh yeah ice cream is a good way to go i would say so if if i'm meeting him in austin um i'm gonna see if he's a big big fan of thai food because the best thai food in austin's down the street from me it's a place called tataya's um you know have a Next nice time, time visit we're going i love thai food absolutely you've no, been holding is. out on me don <laughs> so uh, it's yeah guys come on down let's get some thai food um so uh then I feel like Dirk would be fun to do anything with, but I feel like bowling or top golf. I feel like that's two oh, things I would like yeah. to do with Dirk Nowitzki. Um, I have and a story also where... related to Dirk and bowling. I think I've told you before. <laughs> I, I don't know the story of Dirk and bowling. Okay. Can you? What? Do you want me to tell it now? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll pass on. Yeah, this would be a while back around. 2010 okay um but they were having a like a big party thing at uh shenanigans in rockwall which is like the dave and bustersy kind of hey we've got bowling we've got arcade games we've got all kinds of crap come watch sports here come do this or that a properly named joint yeah 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 they have a private area in the back people can rent out that's private bowling lanes um so um i go and we're bowling for a little while and uh it's like my friend's uncle had a a mav shirt on he walked to the bar and came back and this is later in the night and he goes so uh i go uh, i was like hey cool mav shirt man he's like yeah also like speaking of the shirt the bartender just like looked at me weird and i was like what's up man and he was like well, it's funny that you have that shirt on because Dirk's about to be here. 
<laughs> what? And, and, what? And my and my <laughs> super fan ass went what <laughs> yeah. i was like you, are you serious and he's like yeah apparently he's coming here um i was like like here like like shenanigans <laughs> in rockwell like yeah <laughs> yeah apparently he called and i guess he had a reservation or something god i don't take know so, that phone call so well, do you guys got bowling lanes <laughs> hi this is duck i would like to bowl <laughs> i've been giving buckets i would like to uh, murder some bowling pins i don't know what he said but um so sure enough this big group of people walks in and it was hard to say i guess it was maybe like family and like family friends and stuff like that sure. um i didn't see any yet there weren't any because um, you know my brain branched out to is he coming here with other players like what is, what is the deal? <laughs> and it was clearly just like a bunch of friends and family i guess maybe and then sure enough this towering figure who was as wide as like dirk's a broad dude right if anyone's ever he was like as wide as the couch he was standing in front of like in the little <laughs> bowling area because we're all peeking around our curtain I'm like, oh my god it's dark what the right fuck? and so yeah he he appears and i'm losing my goddamn mind sure. um and uh and it's like do i try to say hi? like obviously i'm not going to go over there in the middle of his people but it was like what the fuck sure. so we're there just bowling uh-huh next to dirk bowling <laughs> and the greatest part and i do have pictures of this somewhere uh because obviously like i snapped a picture of my really terrible phone at the time oh, yeah i was like 2010 my phone was that a razor motorola some 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 t-mobile dollar piece of shit or something <laughs> but uh so dirk was actually really bad at bowling and it's because he was like too tall too to tall bowl. I was to say he's from yeah. Like yeah but it was amazing because we were just kind of sitting there because our our games slowed down a bit because mm. it's like we're bowling and trying to play it off like fucking Dirk Nowitzki is not next to us bowling right um so Did I you ever stand next I should, to him? yeah actually a bold as he was taking a turn and I kind of just took my time and I'm just like looking over but trying not to obvious stare at the guy but i'm yeah. like god dark's bowling and just seeing him like you have to like hunch over awkwardly and this awkwardly throw the ball basically <laughs> it was just like oh it's like his shot is beautiful his bowling form was a no the opposite it was just <laughs> the most janky technique but what Holger, happens when Holger you're seven feet tall? Miracles, man. yeah yeah Holger never went over bowling <laughs> but he'd like gutter ball or like hit one pin he's just too damn tall and he's like, and they're heckling him. But the funny part is you could hear any, anyone else messed up. You could hear Dirk like talking shit. Sure. I got yeah. It's just, it's Dirk, man. He was having a good time. <laughs> so we're all sitting there. We were winding down. So we had to leave. But then Dirk got up to bowl again. Um, I, did, I got a picture of Dirk's uh, bowling score on the little TV that was hanging up. So this is hilarious. Um, I'll have to try to find that. Was it that. 41? Tweet it. No. I, I I don't remember. I'll have to tr I'll try to find these photos and and tweet them out because they're Please. so shitty. That's awesome. Um, I still have them somewhere. They're gonna be like I'll, eight I'll bit photos. Yeah, yeah, they look, yeah. They look, like it, the, it, they look like Bigfoot, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, big, it does. No, it seriously does. He looks like Bigfoot. You can tell it's Dirk though. 2010 Dirk was unmistakable. He still had the flowy hair and like, yeah. yeah. It was before like 40 year old dad haircut, Dirk. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but he's taking a turn and he he gutters again and like we're all we're all leaving but we're just watching a ball it's like man that's fucking dirt Mm-hmm. Like and I really I regret not being like, hey, can like I get a picture? Because I feel like it would have been cool enough to do that. At the same time, he's out with like family and stuff. So the 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 big part of me is like I don't want to bother anybody. Like I, I always thought you always think about I, that, right? Like when I you meet somebody call. that you really look up to or somebody yeah. like super famous that you adore, like uh-huh. I don't want to treat them differently and I don't want to bother them. It's like if it feels like it'd be cool to be like, Hey, can we get a photo? Or like, if they're actually more, I, I don't know. It's not like Dirk was standoffs or anything, but like, I didn't want to be like, Oh my God, you're Dirk. Can I get a photo? This is all I care sure. about. I was just enough to like be there at the moment, I guess. But then uh, my friend's uncle goes Dirk. And I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sauntering back and he goes, Hey Dirk. And Dirk just looks over and like goofy grin goes, what <laughs> like what and like took a couple steps toward us and he goes don't quit your day job man and he goes i'll oh, fuck off <laughs> it, was, it was great just oh and like laughed and walked back like he he could hand out and take a good roast awesome. and it was it. very apparent and he was just having a good time with some friends and family and just, people somebody won a prize at a at a business raffle or what <laughs> <laughs> to pull like, dirk what? at shenanigans in rockwell but yeah that is <laughs> my extremely no, that's long awesome. uh dirk bowling story but yeah i'm gonna find those pictures and, <laughs> you and have to you out. have to now well now now the the title of the podcast has to be dirk bowling stories with yeah that's what it is dude that's <laughs> it that's it <laughs> but I, I i would say uh i would love to actually get to go bowling with dirk oh yeah that'd be fun, that would, fun. that's the easy well, I of course picked because I was so close but so far away. <laughs> I mean, I did pick two sports where height is not an advantage. <laughs> like, <laughs> where well, yeah, we like... get to wait, wait, yeah, that's the buddy activity. Yeah. We we it's like all right, Dirk, we're gonna compete in uh, bobbing for apples, sporting activities. But you can only pick shit that he would be bad at because he's tall. <laughs> but the last thing you have to do is play him in one on one. Sure. Just oh, to no. be fair. Jesus. That's fair. <laughs> so what are that that's here's my podcast question then. What are some other sporting or like competitive activities that Dirk would be bad at? <laughs> that's for you guys. Let's uh, see. Triathlon. Try uh yeah, let's see. Things triathlon. that are Oh, I don't know actually. Is prime? I don't know. No, I'm now. Pick, or now. now. Yeah, we're, now. We're, okay, we're so it's Dirk now. now. Talk yeah, dirt cows. now. I was like, I don't know, maybe billiards. <laughs> uh, Darts, maybe. I don't know. Poker. <laughs> I, like, po- I don't know poker? how much. It, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know how well he could uh, tell a lie. He's too honest and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. His tell would be so like just you would know exactly what he's fucking up with. So. Uh, I don't know, That's bro. <laughs> uh, log rolling. Log. <laughs> Tap dancing. Running with the bulls. <laughs> like the team or the okay yeah both would be bad for him at this point <laughs> love you Dirk. not fencing. i'm sure i'm faster than Dirk at this point so like <laughs> foot race basic foot race yeah tag. Uh, some sort of baton <laughs> relay <Tag>. freeze tag <laughs> like just tag laser tag there we are laser yeah, see him try hiding behind one of those little not, fucking oh, hell yeah, brick actually. walls. Nope, I see not, you. Not I'm to just going to lay you on. Not to be confused with laser, laser tog, which is German for laser day. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> which is a stupid fucking joke. 
<laughs> uh, there is a place in Austin called Blazer Tag, and at first glance, Jesus. I was like, so do they just throw like sports jackets at people? <laughs> like it's. That's not what I thought at all when you said a blazer tag. But... Blazer tag. Oh, oh, yeah, no, they're just all fucking stoned as hell. I was like, what? <laughs> Blade, <laughs> laser, blazer. Blade laser. Uh, um, move on. Are we going to get to the rest of the questions today, or yes, is this we... just the podcast where we're going to just talk about our fantasies of what we would want to do with Dirk? No, we got to move on. Let's get Roman Tatsuya with Dirk. I've hijacked. Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> you made me tell the story. I did right, tell I, that, that is my fault. That's actually that's a good story though. <laughs> um so okay, so Jose. Jose asks, uh, what's your Mount Rushmore of professional wrestlers? Personally, mine personally mine is Ric Flair, The Rock, Stone Cold, and Undertaker. Mm. Um, so I I quit watching wrestling uh after the uh Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio uh telenovela uh, storyline. <laughs> um, just because I was like, bro, like, Mysterio, I, por qué? well, just because I was like, I could just watch this, like, you know, like sure. I could watch this on regular, regular, regular television. Uh, so, probably Ray Mysterio, uh, Eddie Guerrero, obviously, would be my two. And mm. then I'm actually gonna go throwback and I go, uh, my dad is a huge uh, Lucha Libre person, cool. like, loves it or used to love it. And, uh, his dude that he loved a lot, like growing up, was a uh, Blue Demon. So that probably the Blue Demon, and that's another guy like, like straight, just straight Mexican wrestling dude. That guy was a fucking badass. Uh, those would be my three, and then my fourth one would probably be Stone Cold, just because he totally. is a UNT alum. So. Really? I didn't know he yeah. went to North Texas. He went to UNT. That's yeah. Uh, when everybody's oh yeah, like Nora Jones and D- Doctor Film, like no fuck those guys. <laughs> it's all about Stone Cold. We got the goddamn oh, Texas so- rattlesnake. <laughs> He played. Uh, he played. Uh, I think he played football for like two yes. years, and then, like, and then like dropped out. So, sure. <laughs> so I was like, "Sweet, okay, I'm still claiming that." <laughs> so, Nick, who are your four? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, so sorry, yeah, Dick. Uh... Dick, what is your what are your four? Maybe ask again, so you can. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely editing that out. Uh, Squish, who are you? Who is your Mount Rushmore of <laughs> wrestling? Um. That's tough. I'm going to say late 90s, early 2000s, pre-unmasked Kane. Okay. Okay. For one. There was no one more terrifying in a wrestling ring than Kane. He made fire come out of the poles. Yeah, Yeah, that was, I love, he's the greatest, one of the greatest entrants. It may be the best entrance in wrestling history other than Mm. fucking Goldberg standing in the fireworks like a crazy (laughs) man. (laughs) Um, I could do, man. I could do two. I'll say the the golden age of wrestling, which there's a new one blooming. I think with the current company. Who do squish with such a? I know, like such I a wrestling. wrestling. I still watch wrestling, wrestling now. Um, or got back into it a lot more. The oh, pandemic cool. wrestling has actually been quite excellent. But um, I'm gonna say classic. We're gonna go with Kane. I'm gonna go with Kane. Stone Cold. Okay. The Rock, great, and uh, Goldberg, because uh, honestly, okay. Goldberg drew me into wrestling because I somehow found myself accidentally watching WCW, and then my friends at the time were like, "Oh, you should watch WWF." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then I was like, "Holy shit!" And that just opened the box, you know. Mm. Uh, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, and Rob Van Dam. Those are my four. Okay, nice. Cool. 
Yeah, a little ECW love just because uh, I thought it's one of the few times that a character or uh, a person that's really not that much of a character, but I knew who he was, even though I wasn't following him. So that's kind of cool. Next question. Let's speed round the shit. Next question. (laughs) Okay, speed round, right? Uh, Ivan asks, uh, who do you think is better, Brunson or Burke? Burke. 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 Yep. Yeah, cool. Done. Um, Dalton asks, uh, only five five games of the season. What are some glaring problems with the squad? Bright spots. what are what are you going to use your stimulus check on? <laughs> what did you use your first uh, first on? PS man up and fight squish. <laughs> uh, well, I'll gladly be the the Judge Mills Lane of that fight. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, so, uh, stim check. God, I think at this point I, I've been super responsible with it. I put it into savings and paying off debt. Uh, yeah. That's so I can set myself up better for the future. Uh, that's what I did with the last one. That's what I plan on doing with this one. Um, but I'll probably put like a hundred bucks towards probably a new Mavs something or other. Yeah. I just had a uh, collection. Let's see. Uh, stim new check. kicks. That'll probably be my yeah. next thing. Stim check. Uh, last stim check we got twelve hundred. I put two hundred of that towards shoes. I mean, this is the worst year. Fucking do that. Speed run. Uh, speed run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did that. Uh, let's see. Uh, for this one, I just put it towards savings. I paid off a credit card. So. There you go. Cool. Squish. Stimmy. Um, food. Great. Cool. Next question. All right. <laughs> All right, Bibs. I'll say a PS5, but I already got one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I need... Okay. Bibs, what are some things you guys hope to accomplish this year, personally and slash or professionally? Um, professionally, I am trying to be the best uh, rookie teacher. Uh, there's an award at the end of the year. I'm trying to... I'm gunning for that this, this semester. Nice um, Personally, uh, I just... I want to get married finally. Hopefully, COVID will be not a huge thing in November. So... <laughs> that's the other thing I'm trying to accomplish. So that's it for me. I'm looking forward to that wedding. Um, and, you know, standing there right beside you as yeah, your best man. Exactly. Just no. kidding. I know that's, we <laughs> don't know each other that well. Um, <laughs> well uh, we do know each other well. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. You know, you'll, yeah. You're depending on, you know, he's Ma- already Max, got a best man. I've, I've hired Mavs man to be the best man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Better round. Mavs fuck man is going to be. <laughs> Speed round, fuck you guys, go. <laughs> Speed round. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking to probably lose up to 15, uh, take my health seriously, and to uh, set myself up better professionally. So I'm looking cool. to, yeah, we'll just call it that. Yeah, uh, personally, get in the best shape ever and um, maintain that. And then hopefully that branches out into other goals of mine on a personal level. Um, cool. Cool. But yeah, I'm trying to make that a rock solid habit um so i've you know you go in and out and this has been a hard year to kind of maintain consistency which i think is something we've talked about before but um oh, I, want, yeah, I want something prioritizing my, my physical health um i want 500 followers that's what i want okay nice. got it. 500 followers on t- twitter yeah got it um, <laughs> or at least 420 so i can have that really funny pot number <laughs> i think i'm three i think i'm three followers away from 420 guys come on please <laughs> please just give me 420 Help him out. Uh, <laughs> next question comes from Rutuge. I, well, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry. 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 No, I say, and professionally, that's classified, but you'll all find out soon enough. Got all right. All right. Next question comes from Rutuge, whose birthday it is actually today. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Rutuge. Yeah. Um, My man. Which My five man. Ma- which five Mavs all time would you pick for a street fight? James, James Johnson. Five times. Deshaun Stevenson. Dennis Rodman. Tyson Chandler. Dennis Rodman. T- t- what the fuck? Oh, Tyson Chandler. Okay, yeah, Tyson Chandler. Okay, what is it? What the fuck? I thought you said Chandler Parsons. I was like, what? Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, no. <laughs> hey, um, the and then JJ. 
Give me JJ. Ooh, JJ. Okay. Scrappy is pent up rage. Those are my five. Boban. He fought John no, Wick. Boban's too nice, bro. No, he fought John Wick. Yeah, but he died. Spoiler alert. Good point. <laughs> All right, next one. Let's go. Yep. Um, K Bam Mavericks podcast asked uh, Barbacoa or Al Pastor? Uh, Barbacoa. Uh, Al Pastor Barbacoa. for me. Yes. Switch. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> Irvin asked uh, which preseason vibe has changed the most for y'all? Um, <clears throat> just the fact that our uh, offense is not cohesive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Where you're seeing how much we are missing KP right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's okay. James uh, asking yet another uh, uh, philosophical question: um, Are you living a meaningful life? What the fuck? <laughs> I am. I think I am. Yeah. So I'm actually working a lot more on uh, doing yoga and meditating to be more purpose- purposeful and more present in my life. So yeah. I, I think I'm definitely chipping away at that. Yeah. Thanks for asking, James. Yes. Great. <laughs> I right, see. Um, Luis asked, how would a season have to end for it to be a successful one? Uh, a Western Conference Finals appearance, maybe? Yep. Um, for me, getting out of the second round or getting out of the first round. So, yep. you know, my expectations are kind of, you know, simmered down. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tyler asked, Tyler, Tyler asked, uh, should the U.S. implement na- nationwide siestas during the work week? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, dude. Like everyone else in the world does it. We should do it too. Um, I kind of want to like get just the healthcare and and just all all in all just like just better pay considering yeah, everything yeah. else is increased in price. If we yeah, could just get well. that, you know what? I'll take the I'll I'll take that over nap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, uh, Grant Edmund the Slayer asks, uh, "When Jaron Jackson Jr. gets back, we give me a high five? Probably not, because unless you've taken the vaccine, I'm not going to see you. So. I I will I will give you a fist bump though." less contact yeah squish yes <laughs> yeah i too live dangerously <laughs> um emils ask uh how do you think porzingis deals with all the hate received from fans for not playing because of his injuries um i don't think he's really i don't i, I haven't seen too much hate necessarily from fans uh i see a lot of knicks fans going yeah, at him for yeah. no reason you the know? Knicks fans that celebrate yeah. his demise. But for um, fans of actual the Mavs or Porzingis, I don't really see that too much. Um, yeah. If you are doing that, please don't follow me, though. Thank you. So, yeah. It's also <laughs> you know? just like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's like people yelling at uh, the actors on television shows for something their character did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, KP's not choosing to be injured. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Thunder McGee asks, tell me why slash how Bobon wouldn't <laughs> average more points, rebounds, and blocks than Powell, uh, WCS, or Maxi have given equivalent minutes. Um, because like, like I said earlier, like he just, he's, he shouldn't be playing more than 20 either way. Like he's like, yes, he like kind of dominates when he's on the floor, but he's doing a lot of that during like, like not, he's not doing it against ones or he would be starting. Yeah. yeah. So now. Like I just you know he's too big and he's unfortunately he's, his foot speed is just not there. So it's just like I I just wonder what would Bobon's career look like if he was in the league just like ten years earlier. Oh bro, he'd be fuck yeah. He's you know what I mean like because like yeah. I mean Sean Bradley had a fucking career and I mean yeah. like Bobon yeah, I would <laughs> yeah like I like, mean Bobon's definitely better than Sean Bradley. <laughs> but 
in my opinion. But Pro- I mean, similar skills. Both are tall. He's saying like '90s Boban would have been a perennial All Star. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he might have been. I don't know. Okay. Well, I will say though, like seeing Sean Bradley, like he actually had a pretty good mid-range shot for a seven foot six dude, like, which is pretty weird. Okay, Anyways, next question comes from Nate. Nate asks, do you think it's unrealistic for us to keep both Jay Rich and sign someone like Oladipo next summer? Do we even have the cap for that? Um, man, we'd probably have to move some guys around like it's... to make that cap happen. So Right, and well, Jay Rich, apparently like the reason that we didn't re-sign Jay Rich, there was like, we, we missed some sort of extension. It's because there's, it's something to do with you just got recently traded and you can only get X amount for, it's some like contractual thing of why they didn't yeah. sign him. It's not out of interest. It's out of like figures. So yeah. I'm well, not then, worried about it. I mean, he, he wants to be in Dallas. I think yeah. so too. There's an article. He literally told his agent that's where he wanted to play. Yep. Okay. Next question comes from. Oh, Travis. Okay, comes from Marshall. <laughs> Who wins in a fight? One billion lions or the sun? I think not... the sun. I'm just gonna the call act... this the actual, <laughs> the actual, the actual sun, not the basketball team. No, I'm just. Call... You know what? My my money's on the sun. <laughs> well, we don't know, know about, Bill... about these lions. Though. I don't know. I don't, I don't care about... how much fight you are. Putting that you are just making a large cat barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. You if, are know if, drastically <laughs> underestimating the lion scientists. But how, but, how do, but how do lions get there? Science lions like, might be they... might have it figured out. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's. One billion lions firing <laughs> guns at the same time into the sun. Hey, you know. Okay. The sun's literal gas, dude. Like, are, we ta- are we talking the Detroit Lions? Like, what are we? What are Detroit we Lions will fucking lose that, dude. Like every single time. But, uh, okay, who would win the fight? The Detroit Lions versus the Phoenix Suns. Oh. Phoenix Suns. They got they, have, they got the mastermind uh, Chris Paul. Oh, oh yeah, he'll he'll win on a technicality. <laughs> He's got. <that. laughs> he, he tells on them. There you go. Very He's a good. fucking wizard. Okay, let's see. Next question <laughs> comes from Miranda. Uh, she asked, uh, fuck, Mary kill, Wade, yes. LeBron, and Mike, Marcus Morris. You know, as much as it... <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I don't know who I could fuck and, and just continue living. Because these are professional athletes, folks. I don't know if we have the, so, the physical I, fortitude to fuck these people. <laughs> I guess I'd fuck D Wade, marry LeBron, and kill Marcus. Oh, we'll go with that. Yeah. I think you can speak like, on behalf of Do the of same, us. but I'm going to take fuck in a different context in a sense that I would say I'd give him a ride to the airport, but not show up that morning. Ah, okay. That is totally okay. fucking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Last question comes from Fossil. He asked, uh, <laughs> how much do you think it must have eaten Dwayne Wade up inside having to do his farewell tour? to Dirk doing nothing and still being overshadowed by him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Dwayne Wade retired for like four years. <laughs> like The last, the, last, last dance. <laughs> dude, like, I mean, like, after like getting away from the heat, I was like, dude, he, he's gone. He's done. Like, you know, he signed with like the Bulls and then like and then Cleveland. The- Cleveland, and then they traded him back as a mercy kill. Like basically, like like they trade him for like what is it, a conditional second rounder? They're just like, like just, yeah, just take, take him. him. Take, he right. wants to be mercy like, kill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what? 
I'm sure he I'm sure he thinks way more about Derek than Derek thinks about him. So yeah. What's yeah. that that meme just like I, I feel so bad for you? Yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't think about you at all. all. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what that is. Uh and those are all the questions. So we made it through, guys. Okay, so this was <laughs> Uh, as promised, the tangential trio strikes again. Yeah, uh, this is a... <laughs> thank you guys so much for sending in questions. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, special thanks to my co-host for, uh, for uh, again, taking on the load management duties of uh, the pod last week uh, and doing an awesome job. I'm very happy to share the airwaves with you, but I am also I take great comfort in knowing you guys can kill it even if I am not present. So y'all are awesome. Y'all stepped up when I stepped down so appreciate the break so uh you guys can find us at the underscore mffls you can find us at mffls.com we got some great articles coming out we got some new writers that are doing awesome game write-ups so if you guys are looking for game recaps uh we are the place for you guys mffls.com please like and subscribe it would really help us out if you guys wrote a review for the podcast that does help us out a whole lot as far as algorithms are concerned uh sharing it retweeting the the show it really does help us out we cannot thank you guys enough for the support and for uh, just really just being awesome listeners and helping this uh, just get more connected with the Mavericks community. You guys are fantastic. So uh, for Ruben and for Squish, uh, I am Don Denham. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week.